Gitin Petet. The last thing we were discussing was the Mishnah, the Banu Pehet Amud Bet, that if a word on the street is that this woman is married or divorced, then she's married or divorced, unless there's a valid reason to knock off that voice. And with that, we are starting with the Gemara and Pehet Amud Bet, four lines from the bottom where it says Gemara. The Gemara asks, Vasrina la Gavra. Are we going to make her a sur on this person? Meaning, are we going to, if let's say she's married to Kohen, based on a rumor that says she's divorced, we're going to say that she's not allowed to go back to her husband? Any voice that goes out about a woman after she's married, we don't even worry about it. We don't suspect it. It's worthless. Meaning, if a word goes on the street that this, after marriage that she's a zona or she's a megoreshet, we don't pay attention to it. She could stay with her husband. So the Gemara explains, This is what our Mishnah is trying to say. If a word on the street out that she's Mekodeshet, then she's Mekodeshet, she cannot marry anyone else without getting it from the first person. And if a word on the street about that same woman, that Mekodeshet, that she was Mitkadesh to Reuven, and he also gave her her get right away, then then she's divorced, my Tama. What's the reason? Because call the shavro imo. It's it's the voice with what breaks the voice is with it. Meaning the voice that made her mekudesh is the same voice that said she's divorced. And on that note, amara If word out in the street is that this woman was mezana, that means she was with a yobed kochavim or an ayved or anyone she's hayav karetu, and that she's not pasul to be to be married with a kohen and choshesin Allah where we don't worry about that uh, that uh, rumor, we don't care about it, and we're not going to say she's a surah to kohen. My tama, what's the reason? Because probably pritsuta be'alma with the hazula. They probably saw modest behavior, and they say, oh, then if she did this, then she probably did that, and she can't marry a kohen. It's not, but that's not good enough for a reason. You need more concrete evidence to be osir someone. And this is like a ketana it's like a ketanaim, achla bashuk. If a woman did something immodest, she ate in public, girgera bashuk, or she stretched out her neck, she walked around with her neck up high in the shuk, henika bashuk, or she nursed in the in, in the marketplace, bechulan ir omer In all these cases, ir would say that she's immodest, and we forced her husband to uh, to divorce her. Rabbi Akiva omer, it's dafka when the, the, those women who are spinning uh, thread in the moonlight, when they start uh, talking rumors about her, that's when you know it's uh, legit, and that's when she has to get a divorce. And Amar Lord Rabbi Yohanan ben Nuri, Rabbi Yohanan told them, Imken, if that's the case, then you're never going to have a case of any Jewish girl who's going to stay married to her husband. There's gonna probably, she's probably going to have some sort of enemies, and they're going to make up something about her, and now he has to get a divorce. The Torah says he has to find something disgusting in her to divorce her. Well, halan woman, and then it says al pishenayim idim al peishelosha idim yakum davar that there has to be two or three witnesses for something. So you see davar ervat davar and yakum davar mala halan davar baru the same way when we're giving testimony it has to be something one hundred percent two or three witnesses afkan same thing when it comes to divorce davar baru has to be something one hundred percent for sure it has to be concrete evidence and otherwise you can't just divorce her. And on that note, Tanura Banan, 
uh, the rabbi is taught us in the Braita, if word out on the street about a certain betula that she's a beula, that she's probably been with someone and she can't marry a Kohen Gadol, and Hoshishin La, we don't care about that. We're not going to say she's a sort to marry a Kohen Gadol. Why? Because maybe she really wasn't with anyone. Maybe she was just, uh, you know, immodest behavior, but maybe she didn't do anything uh, past that. And the same idea if they said about a single girl that she's in Nesua, that she's been married, and Hoshashina, we don't uh, worry about that because if she really was married, we would have known about that a long time ago. And same idea, Arusa. If we're on the street about this girl that she's really engaged to someone and Hoshishina, we don't care about that. Why? Because if anything, if anything would have happened, we would have already known about it. And Sheloli Ploni, if they said she got engaged, but they didn't say to who and Hoshishina, we don't even have to worry about that. Because uh, the, because if uh, she would have been engaged to anyone, we would have known to who. And Be'ira Heret, or she's engaged to someone in a different city, also, and Hoshishin Lab. If you don't have concrete evidence who it is, we don't even have to worry about it. She's uh, not engaged. Mamzeret, word on the street about this woman that she's a Mamzeret, and Hoshishin Lab. We don't care about that. Shifha, and Hoshishin Lab. People say that she's really a Shifha, we don't worry about that. If this person, he uh, consecrated all of his uh, belongings to the Bet HaMikdash, or he made all, all his belongings ownerless, and we don't pay attention to that rumor. And Amar Ula, when our Mishnah said that we believe a rumor to say that a woman is Mekodeshet or Megoreshet, let's say when it comes to Kiddushin, Amar Ula, Lo Shishem Okol Habara, it's not just if we heard an echo, Ela Kedeshiu Nerod Olkotu Mitot Mutzahot, they had to see a party going on. There was candles lit over there, there was uh, chairs set up over there, Ubn Adam Mechnasim Vyotzin, people going in and out, Ve'omrim, and they say, Peloit Mitkadeshet, this girl's getting engaged today, so there has to be real concrete evidence. It's, just, it's not just a, they heard a party. There had to be, you could see that there was a party going on. And the Gemara asked the obvious question, Mitkadeshet? Uh, who says uh, that's good enough? If oh, I heard this woman's getting engaged today, who cares? Let's say bottom line is uh, things broke off in the last second and there was no Kiddushin. So now we're going to say she's Kiddushin based on a rumor. Maybe she wasn't engaged. So the Gemara says, People are not saying that she's getting engaged. People said, oh, this uh, uh, this woman got engaged today. A rumor is not good enough. Candles lit, umitot mutzahot, chairs set up, v'nashim tavot le'oraner. And there's women uh, spinning uh, the thread uh, by the light of the candle. And and they're saying that this uh, girl is getting engaged today. And we asked, She's getting engaged. Maybe she ends up not getting engaged. Now you have to change the words and say that she got engaged today. And it's not enough that they heard a, a, a rumor, an echo that she's getting engaged or she got engaged. Ela, rather, candles lit, umitot mutzaot, and chairs set up, people going in and out of the house. And Amru Dabar Zen, if they said that she got engaged, who called? That's uh, the call, that's the voice that we have to worry about, and that she's engaged. Lo Amru Dabar, if they didn't say anything, Zeu Amtala, that's reasonable evidence, that's a good reason that uh, to, to be Mevatel, to annul that voice. You could always say, oh, people walked in and out, but no one said Mekudeshet, therefore she's not really engaged. And the Gemara doesn't understand. 
Lo amru. It sounds like if they didn't say anything, that's a good reason. But they didn't say anything, so why would we even think she's engaged? So the Gemara explains, We're going to exclude, we're going to go exact opposite of what Rabbi Baravuna said. He said, The the good reasoning that we said in the Mishnah that breaks a rumor, is even if that reason comes up sometime in the next 10 days. And Kamash Ma'alan, no, Rabbi Hanan is coming to teach us that lo amru that if people walked out of that house and nobody said Mazaltov, no one said Mekudeshet, that's the only reason that breaks the the rumor. But uh, ten days later, no, doesn't work like that. And lo amru who so again kamash malan lo amru who amtala. If they walk out not saying anything, that's a good enough reason. Ha amru, but if they did. Then after whatever you say afterwards, that's not a good reason. And Amar bi Aba Amarav Huna Amarav Habara. It's not just if they heard a rumor. They have to say who's the one who said the rumor. Where do you hear it from? Miploni, Uploni, Miploni. Yeah, you gotta give names. Uh, this person said it in the name of that person. This is what he saw. And they have to check and check and check until we get to, to something clear. And then we could say she's Mekudeshet. And the Gemara says, Davar Abarur. What, what do you mean? We're just trying to clarify. This is a clear testimony. If you're saying who and what and where, and that's that's testimony. Not just if they heard an echo that you got engaged. The the rumor that they have, that they're hearing has to say this person heard from this person, and that person heard from that person. And then they went on vacation, they went for a business trip overseas, and that's why it's not a real testimony. So now, based on that, Amalia Bayedra of Yosef. So let's say these guys come back, the uh, the guys who the, the rumor was in, in in their name. So they went on a business trip. They came back two weeks later, and they say, "No, we never said such a thing." Mevatlinan kala or lo mevatlinan? Do they annul with that whole rumor or not? And Amalia Midamara of Hasdar of Yosef said, "When Rav Hasdar said." that in order for rumor to be a rumor, they have to hear it in the name of those who are kasher, meaning the rumor has to come from uh, the people who would be kasher to testify. Then we hear from we learn from here that we do annul a rumor. And Amar le and Abaye told Rav Yosef Adraba opposite Opposite, we originally said that even if women are talking about it, that's good enough to be considered a rumor, a call. We see that we, we don't annul a rumor, we don't annul a voice that went out. Meaning even women who are usually pasul uh, al-idut, we're even believing on this. So the Gemara ends off, Amar Yosef told Abaye, 
really in this in this sugya uh, there's a mahloket of surah nehardea besurah mevatlekala in surah they would annul a a, a rumor like Rav Hasta ubin hardea lo mevatlekala they would not annul a, a voice like Rav Sheshat they would have they would worry about everything that came out. And the Gemara tells us a few stories about a bitul call annulling a voice that went out. There was this woman that word came out that she got engaged. So Rav Hama brought her father in front of him, and Amar then he told him, What was going on when when there was a kiddushin being done? So Amar so the father of the girl told Rav Hama. Al Tanai Kadesh, he was Mekadesher on condition. Adata de lo azil lebehozai, on condition that he's not going to Behozai. Ve'azal, and the guy ended up going there, and he went against this condition. It's not a Kiddushin. So Amalir of Hama explained to the father, Keban de Beidna de Havai Kala lo Havai Amtela, at the time of the engagement, when there was a call, when there was a rumor. We didn't hear the second part. We didn't hear about the the, the condition about not going to Behuzai. Love kol keminach the mahaskat amtela. You can't just uh, make up uh, a condition. You, where, where are you getting this from? Meaning, if we didn't hear this before, you can't just make it up. And here's another case. There was a woman who word on the street is that she got engaged with the leftover of a date that stuck onto the pit. And it was by the river of a place called Beshife. So, asked Abaye, he sent to ask him, If Idim come and say that there was no engagement, do we listen to them or not? And Amale and Abaye told him, Even according to the rabbi who holds that we don't uh, annul a voice, a rumor, in this type of case, we would knock out a rumor. Why? Because people would say, I knew Behura Banan Bikidusha that the Hachamim took a look at her Kidushin, Veloava Beusha Vepruta, that the leftover that stuck onto the pit didn't have a Shave Pruta, and the whole engagement would have been good. Meaning there would have been a good reason to knock out the Kidushin if it did come up. And here's another story. There was a woman who went on the street and she got engaged from one of the boys in the following family. Nobody knows which boy. And Even according to the rabbi who says we don't annul a rumor, over here we would knock out the rumor. Why? Because people would say, The reason nobody knows the boy's name is because Hachamim looked into the Kiddushin, and it was probably a it was probably one of the younger brothers who was still a katan, and that's why they let her get married to someone else. That's why we didn't mention the kid's name. And here's our last story. Word on the street was this woman got engaged to a katan, but he looks huge. He looks like a gadol. And there was a story where they did knock out the rumor that she was engaged. And the reason was, he didn't get to the competence of adulthood of Reuben. 
שנאמר לפלגות ראובן, גדולים חקרי לב. Meaning, people, people would say the reason we're knocking out the rumor of the engagement is because even though the kid is huge, he looks like an adult, but uh, they probably saw him acting like a child, and that's the reason Hachamim knocked out the whole engagement. Meaning, that's strong enough to believe, even according to the one who usually doesn't knock uh, a rumor, here he would, because it's strong enough to believe it. That's strong enough of an Amtela. Next, we learned in the Mishnah that if word on the street is that she's mekudeshet, she's mekudeshet, megoreshet, she's megoreshet, as long as there's not a good enough reason to break the rumor of the engagement or the divorce. And Amara Bababarabhuna Amtela Shamru, this Amtela that we're talking about, the good enough reason is Afilumikan Vead Asrayamim. Even if ten days later after the engagement or the divorce people uh, come out with a rumor to, to break that rumor, that's good enough. And Abzavid Amar Bimkom Amtela Hoshishin Lamtela. Rav Zevid says if there's good enough reason to suspect uh, to knock out that rumor then we could knock out the rumor even without that amtela, even without that good enough reason. Meaning, if there's good enough reason to doubt, then we're going to doubt. So right away, etiver Rafapad Rav Zevid. Rafapad asked the question to Rav Zevid. We said in our Mishnah, as long as there's no good enough reason, there has to be an amtela. Meaning, there has to actually be an amtela. Can't there be maybe there's reason for doubt? No, there has to actually be a doubt. So Amar Leh, Bimkom Amtela Ka'amar. Rav Zevid explained to Rav Papa that our Tanav Mishnah was, when he said, uh, he meant it shouldn't be in a place where there's an Amtela, meaning it shouldn't be in a place where we can suspect or we can throw in a doubt, meaning it doesn't even have to be an actual doubt. So now Amar Leh, Rav Kanat, Rav Papa, Rav Kanat, Rav Papa, you asked the question of Zavid from Amishnah, you don't hold that if there's maybe a doubt, that's good enough to break a rumor. Now we learned that a woman whose husband went off somewhere to sea and someone came back and told her he died and the Hachamim told her, you're mutar, they had a whole betin, she's mutar to get married. And then Nitkacha, she got engaged to someone, not even married, she got engaged to someone else. Then her husband came, she's allowed to go back to her husband and the reason is... It's not her fault. Hachami made a mistake and therefore she's allowed to go back to her first husband. And we're not worried that people might say that her first husband divorced her. Then she got married to the second person. Then she got divorced from the first person, went back to the first husband. And we know that's not allowed. That's not allowed if she got married to the second person. And that's not allowed even if she got engaged to the second person. Here, we're going to allow her. Isn't the reason we're going to allow her to go back to her first husband. Because we're going to say that the second husband was Mekadesh on condition that if her her first husband comes back, then she's not Mekadesh to that second husband. And since she was never really Mekudesh to the second husband, she's allowed to go back to the first husband. And even though everyone knows that she was Mekudesh to the second husband, and that's a call, that's a rumor, that's not, there's no bigger than rumor than that, 
But since we can say that there was a doubt that maybe there was a condition, and even though we don't know the condition, then that knocks out the second uh, kiddushin, that uh, second marriage or that second engagement. The Gemara says, no, it's a total different reason over there. Shani hatam ba'al over there is a whole different story. The, the first husband's going to come back. He's yelling, he's screaming that he never divorced her. And then people will understand that that second Kiddushin, whatever that is, was nothing. And that's why you don't even need an Amtila over there. You don't even need a reason. That's pr- the man yelling and screaming is pretty much uh, the reason. The second Kiddushin is, uh, we'll call it Kiddushet Ta'ut. So the Gemara says, okay, Ihachi, if that's the case... Then Niset Nanami, if she gets married to the second guy, we'll say it's a Nisu'e Taut, and she should be able to go back to the first husband. And we all know that's not the case. We all know that, uh, no, she needs a divorce from the first husband, the second husband, she's a sort of this one, a sort of that one. What's going on? Why is that? Why don't we say it's a Nisu'e Taut? So the Gemara explains, no, Niset, once she got married and she was with another man, then the Avda Isra, she didn't Isur, meaning when she was with another husband, and that's why Kansuara Banan, Hachamim made a Knas, they find her. Now, what does that mean, they find her? Hachamim said, we're going to be easy on you. In the case of Aguna, we're going to say even one Eid, even Aidim that we don't usually take in other cases will accept over here. But you have to do your due diligence. You have to do your due diligence that the husband actually died. And that you could get married based on these witnesses. But if you didn't do your due diligence and the husband comes back uh, from the dead, then you, then you we're going to throw the book at you and you're going to lose everything from the first husband, the second husband, everything. However, if she only had the Kiddushin, she wasn't with the second husband yet, then the Chachamim didn't find her and she could go back to her first husband. A rumor, a voice that was not verified in Betin, Betin didn't look into it. Then it's not a real voice, we don't even have to worry about it. Any voice, any rumor that comes out after a woman got married, we don't pay attention to it. We're not going to make her a sword to her husband. If all of a sudden someone says, oh no, she was married to someone before, or she was engaged to someone before, we're not going to make her divorce her husband now. There's no real proof. So the ground understands. Okay, so after marriage, we don't pay attention to those rumors. What about after engagement? We do worry, and she would need a get from that original person in order to marry the, the second person, or the person she's engaged to now. Even after Irusin, we don't even pay attention. We're not going to make her get a get from the first husband. And the idea is because if she gets a divorce from the first guy, even from Ahmir, the second guy is going to be disgusted. He's not going to want her. We don't pay attention about a voice that comes out after Yerusin. We're not going to make her get a get. They said from the Beit Midrash of Rav to Shmuel, If there's a rumor going out, that she's engaged to a first person, 
And then someone came and did a for sure 100% Kiddushet uh, Torah with Aedim, meaning everyone knows about it, it's, it's a real thing, not uh, maybe rumor. What would be the Halakha Mahu? So Shalach Lehui told them, She should get divorced and find out what the story, do your due diligence, find out if it's true, false, what's going on, and then tell me what happened. So the Gemara asks, my, uh, what does that mean, um, and find out what happened? Um, maybe he's trying to say, that if you find out that the first Kiddushin wasn't a good Kiddushin, and and we could knock out a rumor like that, and she wouldn't need to get, and she, she wouldn't have to leave the second husband. But the story happened in Hardea and Shmuel's place, and they never knock out a rumor. We have to say, go find out, if you find out that the Kiddushin Kama Kiddushin Me'al Yaninu, that if the first Kiddushin was a real Kiddushin, she wouldn't need to get from the second husband, because that Kiddushin would have been worthless. This goes against Ravuna. That if a regular woman accepted Kiddushin from another person, while she's married to the first person, she's Mekudeshet, and she would need to get from that second person, uh, and he learns it from Rav Hamnuna, a woman who told her husband, you divorced me, we believe her, we have a Hazaka, we have a president that a woman would not be so brazen to say something like that in in front of her husband's face. Ve'idach and Shmuel, who doesn't need to get How does he explain Rav That's befanav that in his face. However, shelo befanav not in his face. Me'iza She would be brazen. She would be. She'd be. She'd have the guts to say something like that not in front of his face. So now they're going to ask the real question. Let's say they couldn't figure out what's the truth. Mahu, What did Shmuel say? When he said Tetze, what did that mean? Did she divorce the first one, the second one? What's going on? So The first one gives a divorce and the second one can marry if he wants. But if the second one divorces and the first one stays married, that we don't allow. Why? Because because people will say that a person divorced his wife, she got engaged to someone else, and she divorced from him, and now she's coming back to the first husband, and we know that's not allowed. Even the second guy could give a divorce and the first one could uh, get married. Why? Because people will just say, People will just say that the Chachamim looked at the Kiddushin of the second one and they'll realize that there was some sort of ta'ut over here. She for sure never divorced from the first husband and that's why she's allowed to the first husband. And the only reason they made her give a get is like a homra sort of thing, but really it wasn't. It was nothing, and, and people will say that, and that's uh, Rav Shinna's argument on Rav Huna. And now the Gemara asks another question: Let's say there is a rumor that goes out that she is engaged to two people. Ma, what would be the halacha there? So Amar Papa. Avzu, same story with this woman. Megaresh Rishon Venoseh Sheni. The first one 
can give her a divorce and the second one could marry her, but the second one cannot give a divorce and the first one because they'll say uh, uh, he the first one divorced her, then she got married the second one, he went back to the first husband and we don't allow that. And Amemor Amar Mutertishnem, she's allowed to marry both of them. Meaning as long as one of them gives the divorce, then the other one could marry, doesn't make a difference which one. Because since there's only a voice, uh, we don't care. We're not going to say anyone's Asur. Like Amimor, she's allowed to marry either one as long as one of them gives her a divorce first. And Tosfot brings a very interesting story how there was a story by Rabbi Nutam that there was a rumor that a get wasn't good and they made them do the get all over again. And Rabbi Nutam didn't make her wait three months trying to prove it from here that she's Mutarat Shnehem and Re didn't agree with it. Very good. I look into the sugiya, but we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.